Welcome to Weed the Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday, and it posts early for patrons on Fridays. And thank you guys so much for for being here, for subscribing, for rating the shows on uh, Apple Podcasts and wherever else you can hit that five star thing. It helps so much. Thank you so much, and thank you to everybody who supports us at Patreon.com/slash Yumi Capri. Of course, you get it first. You get Cup of Joe and Nintendo first. You get the weekly exclusive AMA podcast, the Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast, and all a whole bunch of stuff more for just a dollar a month and um some of you guys support us in an amazing level like our gold members uh mr and mrs nasty tammy boots brendan myers james johnson joel brooks jonathan brown ryan turford and zach bradshaw thank you guys oh so much what a week it has been i hope this episode finds you guys in a smiling mood um to be honest with you guys before i just actually to be pulled the curtain all the way back uh we're doing some time travel a little bit i just chatted with kaylee woomer you're gonna hear that episode very very soon uh but between the two chats between talking to kaylee this afternoon uh this evening and knowing that you guys are about to listen to an incredible chat with alex van aken I am uplifted, and I hope that this passes on to you guys as well, because not going to lie, as much as I love screaming, hey, it's me, Sean Capri, um, and all of that kind of stuff, I've been kind of just down in the dumps a little bit lately. My mental mood has just been really crappy, and every once in a while, um, it just really helps to kick myself out of that mood and out of that phase and just like... You gotta you, you turn the lights on, and you, you fire up Skype, and then you have a great conversation. And it just like it forces you to think about something else. I don't know what it is. It's not like I need really like escape of from life. I don't think like life is honestly pretty good. Like kids are great, wife is great, everything's great. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, just maybe maybe it's the whole like we get four hours of sunlight here. You remember that movie with like was it Josh Hartnett with the vampires in Al- in Alaska because it's gonna be like dark for forty nights like or for forty days. That's basically like Edmonton is just south of that. Like we're basically right there, and it's I think it's a uh, I think it's affecting me a little bit. But the good news is that we the gamer cast is here to uplift me. It's here to uplift you, and I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. And it's back, man! Holy cow! weekly is this is this feels good this feels right i love having a chat with a new person every single week and um just so you guys know kaylee <laughs> we had a chat with kaylee just this after uh, just this evening and uh by the end of it i'm like no you're coming back we're gonna cut it here you're coming back we're gonna have uh, a part two uh, with kaylee woomer coming very very soon which is awesome uh i hope uh, you guys are playing all of the video games um we're, we're streaming over at twitch.tv slash on capri and uh, jumping back into diablo little ah yes diablo which is that's my bad deckard kane but also a little bit of like a patrick stewart um parody in there bunch of nonsense to start this show but i'm excited to share this guys uh with you because if you're uh not doing anything on sunday mornings jump on over and just we're gonna play video games together we've been typically doing um diablo but maybe a little bit of calls of duties call of duty whatever you guys like hit me up on twitter at sean capri sean like connor capri like the, i almost forgot if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and talk about video games. If you want to be on the show, it's easy. Tweet at me, Sean Capri on Twitter. Sean the Connor Capri like the pants. I'm all over the place, guys. Uh, but nonetheless, it's going to be a great show because Alex Van Aken is here. And genuinely, he is one of the most talented, kind-hearted people I know. I am honored to call Alex a friend. I am so freaking proud and impressed by everything this guy touches. Um, We got a chance to chat a couple of weeks ago about the things that he had planned for OK Beast. And today, as I'm recording this, 
everything has been announced. So I'm really excited. You guys probably have seen or heard this so far, but if you haven't, please go check it out. Um, it's Van Aken on Twitter is a good place to start. OK Beast on Twitter. They've got a new rebrand and new merch. They've got their video series, Why We Play. It's a series exploring how games impact us. Um, they're going to do their first film behind-the-scenes game studio documentary in March. It's all happening. Please, guys, support them uh, on Twitter at OKBeast. Support them at patreon.com slash OKBeast. Let's not waste any more time. Let's jump into it with my good friend, Alex Van Aken. I've been going, I've been, like, looking at all the things I've been doing lately, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I gotta pull back a little. On something. Why is that? Why is that impossible to do? I spent most of the end of 2019. Every time I went on like this sounds terrible. Every time I went on like a flight, which I I think I did two. I always listen to OK Beast, and it always causes me to like reflect on like, man, those guys are just like you guys are just killing it. How do I like get more (laughs) focus? Which means like doing less stuff. And then I end up like starting 2020 like. I'm going to do all the things. I'm like going to yep. bring like we the gamer cast back and I want to do this thing weekly. Like I want to just yeah. go get it. And I'm like, what the heck? Like I've been exploring this like addiction for a long time, man. I don't know. It's got to be a sickness. It's like, it's, it can't be like this creative, amazing, like endeavor. It's not a romantic yeah. anyway. It's actually just self-destructive probably. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. So I'm, I've kind of, I found the loophole that I'm, that I think is going to help me is going to help me to do all the stuff I want to do, but, but take a break. So I'm now, I hired my first podcast editor to help with Jumpmaster. Nice. So now I just have to sit down and record those episodes, but I don't have to do any of the editing anymore. And I'm working up to do that with the OKB's podcast, maybe. Mm -hmm. And if I could do, if I could get that off, I'd like the editing of it because it takes me like five or five hours to edit it sometimes like on a, on a rough week. Five (laughs) Um, hours. I mean, yeah. When the back when the show was like two and a half hours. What are you doing to the show? Like edit out like um, rough spots, or if if there's an awkward pause, I'll edit that out. Um, No, just tell everybody to listen at two times speed and like closing the gap. Like the audio players do all this for you. Yeah, I know. Makes for a great experience. I can't believe you put in that much time. Like I knew you were you were careful about it, and you were like. You kind of went I'm probably over it. I'm probably I'm probably OCD about it. I've heard well now um, I've heard it from a couple of people who like spend at least as much time as a podcast takes to record to edit it, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm n- I'm nowhere even close to that. Like Bobby and I yeah. record Cup of Joe on Sundays, and that sucker is like ready to go twenty minutes later. Like it's yeah. I've got it down to a fine science, but I'm not like listening to the entire thing over again. I don't listen to the entire thing, but I do have um, timestamps as we record that I write mm-hmm. down. So if something was weird, I don't, I don't, I do not listen to the whole thing anymore. Um, I go to the timestamps and I make sure everything's good. Um, and, and I export like this past week, it took me probably 45 minutes to an hour to edit it. That so that wasn't is, that bad. That's too, that is too. So now how do you let go of that? Cause like you were looking and you're editing, like with a particular eye looking for a I know, very specific a thing. And now you're like. Yep. I mean, of course, it's the, you're grateful for it to be off your plate, but like, if it's not the same, like, ah, it's too much. So I don't, I got to figure that I've given, I, I was happy with the results for Jumpmaster because Jumpmaster, I do very little editing on. Yeah. Um, even though it gets way better numbers than OKB's podcast. It's weird how that. Oh, that's funny. Does it really? <laughs> you'd, think it'd be, you'd think it would be vice versa. You'd think I'd 
be more OCD about the one that has more listens, but I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, so I, I want to work up and, and get to the point where I can get that off my plate. But the problem is sometimes like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want to talk. Uh, maybe I'll talk off air about. And maybe I'll talk off air about like pricing and what. Like I don't know what people charge for that, but I feel like that's going to be a key for this show. Like I want to, I want to be back weekly. Like this, as yeah. people are listening to this, they figured out that it's maybe testing out weekly. Like I kind of want to see this if this can work. But it's mm-hmm. the editing that's the craziest thing. That and like me screaming "Hey!" at the start is like my time in the day where like a kid isn't sleeping. <laughs> Yeah. Where and I actually should be like parenting. It's, it's that's I haven't quite figured that part out yet. But if I can record all the pieces and ship that off to somebody, then like yeah. life is a lot easier. Then I can just like have a chat with a friend on a Monday night. Like that that yeah. sounds pretty good to we, me. We should we should talk. Yeah, I'll I got a good price, and I I gave a higher price than what they settled on. Oh, well, they that's were a, like, no, don't. don't They're like, no, don't don't pay me that. I'll I'll charge this. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so. That's good. Oh man, that yeah. sounds very that sounds very free. I think some of it is dependent on on Patreon and everything else like that. But goodness yeah, gracious, for sure. yeah. I don't know. We'll see, man. It's um, I, you're right. That is that's the key. That's the key. But I've had somebody try to help me out before, and I remember getting one edit back. I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. And it was it was probably fine, right? Yeah. Like I had like one edit, and like it didn't. You know what the thing was? Like there's a there's a point within the song where like it dips and that's when the speaking comes in and it's very precise like i don't know if you get down to this level like i am precise about a few things but like when i scream hey it's after a certain beat in the song oh yeah i i have the i have the wavelength memorized Mm -hmm. like i I know the waveform i'm like Mm -hmm. right there is where my audio goes (laughs) it's so stupid and right here is where the fade goes and like like and i think like people are going to notice like every yeah. you wait, I notice. Like, I notice. Yeah, when I if I if it's not at that particular spot in the waveform, mm-hmm. and I'll listen back, I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. that that sounds off. Like you, there's like a rhythm that you find with it. I think so. I I kind of well, kind of get into because I listen to it as like as it plays, then I jump in and I start screaming. Yeah. Right. So it's I don't know. Like you just kind of if you do that often enough, like maybe 180 episodes or so, like you kind of yep. you kind of just get used to the flow, man. It's hard to let go of it for sure. I think there's like. Part of this, like part of creating stuff is like there's a control part that even like even though we're collaborative because we work with lots of people, like yeah. there's still that thing that's like really that's really tough to let go. So I don't know if this is something you've been thinking about for a little while, but I'm really proud of you, man, because like, I think it takes a lot to really own it and then still allow somebody else to kind of meddle with it. It was something that I was thinking about for a while. But I was like, eh. and then my therapist was like, you need to remove stuff from your plate. And I yeah. was like. I was like, hmm, okay. I've been thinking about this for a while, and then you just told me that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, clearly I'm doing too much. So How's that's that, what, how else has that been going? Uh, good. Um, so I had, well, there was like a snafu with like billing, like halfway through. I was supposed to be paying like uh, 50 bucks US uh, to, to go to these sessions. Like that was my copay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my insurance was going to handle the rest. And then after three sessions, I got a bill for four hundred and eighty dollars, and I was like, "Uh, what? I thought I was. I thought this should be one hundred and fifty. Yeah, this is over double." Um, and <laughs> I called insurance. Is like, "Oh no, that's not you. You have to pay your out of pocket of five thousand dollars before we'll cover anything." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Well, that's not what the rep told me. 
because I called my insurance company specifically and asked for a referral. Mm -hmm. And so then I called the person that they referred me. So I was like, oh, this will work. This is great. We're good to go. And so long, long story short, I got it worked out with the therapist that I'm doing self pay now. And it's, and it's now like 70 a session way. So, so it's, it's way better now, but in the middle therapy was super stressful because of the billing, but uh, it's the last thing you need. I know. Right. Uh, but the act of like the actual going to therapy is nice. I've been doing doing it weekly since uh, the beginning of December. So almost, uh, yes, almost two months. Um, and I'm just now this next week, I'm not going, uh, just cause it's a really busy week. And so I'm going to, I might experiment going every other week now, Yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was very helpful. I don't think I'm like, I'm not cured by any means yeah. of my issues or anything, but it, uh, it helps me to process it all a little bit differently and kind of, uh, my therapist is really good about like convincing, telling me to tell myself to give myself space. If that makes yes. sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been because I get mad at myself. Spot. I'm like, why? Why am I not freaking, you know, better or, or like? Mm-hmm. And so I get you get frustrated, and then it compounds the issues. She's like, just give her, give yourself a chance to breathe and, and process, and it's a slow change. So we're, we're hyperactive, man. Like our brains are going a mile a minute. They never rest. Yep. We're always thinking of like what to yep. do next, what to build, what to. I know there's always there's always something that is exactly how my brain works. Yep. Like, well, I know, especially like with your video and everything, which I want to get to as well. But I want to ask you on that. I remember having like an almost like an epiphany, like this moment in the middle of one of my therapy sessions of like, like this feels like a podcast and the topic is me, like, yeah. like, like topic of the show. And like we're filling an hour. It's and- funny because I feel the exact same way. And when there's <laughs> silence. I feel really uncomfortable because <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like, I got it. The listeners are going to know. Radio gonna, silence. I know. So it's, it's weird. It was a good realization too, though, because I think that as I found myself almost like leaning into or almost falling back into podcast mode mm-hmm. instead of really exploring like what we we're there to actually talk about. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah. It was a weird thing to like, I kind of battle that too. Cause I, it's like, I, I feel like I have to like, carry the conversation yes. but that's not really what it's about right yeah. yeah it's it's like um yeah you 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 kind of you have to give yourself that time to just think and to not entertain either mm-hmm. like i don't know did you have like a goal i definitely had <laughs> one of my goals was to not die that was yeah. a really good goal is like maybe i could just survive and see um lincoln like um celebrate a birthday or two that would be yeah that'd be kind of nice did you have a our particular like that was really like, I had was, a sim- like, I, yeah I had a similar goal to that myself yeah man it's uh and I'll never forget it too like it was a anyway so I want to ask you about like did you like some people have go to therapy for a number of different yeah. reasons and some people have um a particular objective yeah um but yeah like I, I'm sure that was like probably day one for you of just like why are you here well yeah because I I talked to you before I went like several months in advance I think mm-hmm. I'm even I don't even talk. I've been wanting to do this for like a year yeah. and I reached out to you a while ago and I was mm-hmm. like, cause you had been so open about it. And I was like, how did this help you? You know, yada, yada, yada. And one of the things you told me was going with a goal. And I've also heard that from like my grandma told me that I think a couple other people told me that. Um, and so I went in with, with a couple goals. One, like I just don't, I'm such a worrier and like mm-hmm. every single thing, like something, something happens and I go to the absolute worst possible yeah. conclusion. It's like, Literally today, exa- perfect example. I, lately, I've been feeling like I haven't been sleeping well, and so my memory's kind of been like 
I'm a little hazy during the day. Yeah. And today I forgot something. I was like, well, I have early onset dementia. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I say the same thing because it's also in my family. So I'm just like waiting for it to strike. Like one of these days I'm going to wake up like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Nana had it. Grandma had it. Dad showed signs of it. It's got to be there. Yep. But like things like that, like I can't just say, oh, I'm just feeling hazy today because I'm tired. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, it's dementia. Like that when yeah, it just <laughs> that's what I go through and, mm-hmm. and that leads to a lot of bad places. Yeah. Um so one of my goals is to like not jump to the worst possible conclusion whenever I have to deal with something that is a challenge or mm-hmm. when I'm uncomfortable. Um and then also like I I'm I've been depressed for a while and I, that's something that I wanna come out of and I and I know myself and I know that I kinda go through seasons of sometimes it's a lot worse. Then other times in this past winter was the worst it's ever been. I was like, okay, I know it's not like a, there's not a magic pill I can take to cure myself. Like this just might be how my body, how I process things and and something that I have to deal with. And uh, I know there's medicine and stuff that can potentially help too. But I was like, okay, this is part of who I am. Like, um, or at least right now it is. And learning to um, accept that and, and know that that's okay and that I'm not alone and that hopefully through understanding those things that I can kind of get to a more healthy place mentally. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I had a lot of goals. I, I didn't want to be depressed anymore. I didn't want to be anxious anymore. Uh, and, and that comes like the, you know, I don't want to be worrying about everything. Those were kind of like my bigger goals, but, yeah. um, but I did. Yeah. I don't, and I don't know if those are too lofty or not, but, um, the more practical one was like, okay, when I, when I have a challenge, I don't want to, jump to the worst possible conclusion mm-hmm. so i'm still working through that but um yeah do you have homework and stuff do they give you homework and, and things to work on throughout the week um not i mean she she does call it homework uh but it's more so just like my homework is uh to do less yeah. <laughs> pretty much yeah and when i do feel like stressed out she's always like uh sit with it for a minute observe like your emotion and try to be with yourself and not it doesn't seem like that's the last thing you want to do in that moment i know just like run away from it or do something distract yourself with something else yep exactly and so that's been i have not been doing that well and i told her that last session i was like you've been telling me to do this uh it's hard Uh, and so she's like just keep trying and uh yeah so i don't know I'm, i'm trying to work on the do less part i know that's something that i can do so when I always press people a little bit on this one when they go like I'm trying to do this thing like what do you like I, I press Bobby about this as well and he's like I'm gonna get into shape I'm like oh see what are you gonna like what are you doing what was like like mm-hmm. if I press him on it a little bit like, I was curious like what how other than so you're passed away the editing that's really good that's, I, and I, that's huge. I have I paid I did I sent the first payment last week I got I did the first my the first last episode of Jumpmaster was the first one not edited by me yeah so um and then I have somebody I'm I'm. I'm not there yet with the OKB's podcast, like passing over that editing. Yeah. Uh, but there's some administrative stuff that I'm trying to pass on, Isn't like formatting, amazing? formatting episodes, writing yeah. show notes. Like all that stuff takes time. Finding links to, to news stories that I want to put in the show notes after we're done. Like mm-hmm. if I can pay somebody a little bit of money to do that, you know, even if it's 10, 20 bucks, that's, you know, worth it to me. Oh my um, God. Totally. Dude, I'm looking at like, how do I figure out how to pay somebody as little as possible to come to yep. the house? Like, honestly, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I can't even, and somehow in my mind, I'm like, if I, if I somehow figure out a way to pay somebody to like clean this place, then I can podcast more. Like that's yeah. how my brain works, which is totally yeah. busted and broken, but yeah. like, really should be like, 
maybe I could spend time with family or something. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. But time is, I don't know. Time is precious, man. It's the whole, like what you could be doing one thing or another. And like, what do you, like every, every moment is just like choices. You could be this or that. And so. I don't know. In this moment, I'm just really grateful to be talking to you. Like it's, Me too, I've man. Known, I've known you like a long time, man. And I think yeah, we've seen well, each like other four, go through a lot. Four or five years. Seriously. Four years, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, man. Especially at least up until like the the Alex and Blessing like rivalry. I don't know if you probably didn't know of me, but I definitely that's probably the first time that I was like, oh, that was, that was radio, 2016. Baby. Yeah, that was yeah. 2016. So coming on four years, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. So that's it's been a time you haven't aged a day. No, uh, my my hairline says otherwise. But <laughs> <Stop. laughs> man, every day I wake up, I'm like, well, there's one more hair gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, nah, but actually, yeah, it's funny how like I don't know. I feel like four years four years ago, it's like that's not really that long. I mean, it's it's a while, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that long. Yeah, uh, and and I feel like so much has happened since then, and I feel like I've grown up a lot in those four years and it's weird that that is kind of cataloged by podcasting that is crazy i I often think about like i think we have to keep our feeds alive really other than like youtube it's anything, time it's, like, camp, ha- it's time capsule some of them are some like especially youtube will be on forever but like if i ever like stop paying like the squarespace thing like it'll all yeah. come down like it's yeah. not, <laughs> it kind of just dies with that um I, at least i think i don't know maybe somebody's making some weird copies somewhere but it's pretty much like whatever's on my computer or whatever i've archived yeah. Um, but it's funny you say that you like you've 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 aged or you've grown over the last four years because I always have felt that like like I often forget how young you are yeah. because I've always felt like you're like wise beyond your years and I don't know if that just comes from like you looking after your brother and everything or just kind of your childhood and stuff but I think sometimes depending on how people grow up like they're they're sort of forced to grow up sooner in a way like they're forced to mature yeah. they're forced to think about things that like five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds aren't really thinking about. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like that is very re- reflective of my childhood. Mm-hmm. But then in my teenage years, for instance, I I felt like I was very immature. And yeah. like a lot of my family – like my family wouldn't say that to my face. But like after the fact, after they'd kind of seen I'd grown up, they're like, yeah, we, we were worried about you for a little bit. Because like <laughs> when you were like 15, it was kind of like you were 11. But then when I was like, you know, eight, nine, it, it was, you know, a little different. Like I felt yeah. like I was a little older, maybe yeah. weird how that stuff kind of ebbs and flows. But but yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 28 now. I'm I'm not super you're, young. Stop but... it. You're you're still young. You're still <laughs> know, very, so you're much still very young. I'm, I'm dreading 30. Even though like 30 is young. I, I know I objectively 30 is young still. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm like, oh, man, that's that's oof. The 3-0. I don't know. is <laughs> a good year. It's so funny. I was talking to somebody at work about it just today. She's turning 30 and not too long here. She's just freaking out about it. Like 30's a good year, man. 28's a good year. Like I had yeah. I had so much fun. 28 was when I'm pretty sure I should know this better. And pretty sure 28 was when I like figured out I think I'm actually just gonna marry Chelsea. Like that was that's a, awesome. That's a good that was a good year. She threw me because she threw me a um on my 20th birthday. It must have been 28th, because uh my birthday is on the 28th of July. Uh-huh. And on the 20, she, uh, when I turned 28, she threw me like a golden coins birthday instead of just a golden birthday, yeah, yeah. 28 on the 28th. And like this party was awesome. It was Mario themed and there was like paper mache, like uh themed Mario stuff all over the place. Those iron beads thing that you put together. Oh, that's awesome. She made these giant like piranha plants and everything. I still have some in my car yeah. and it was like this incredible. There's uh, oh, the, the entire table was 
um, like eight bit Mario made out of like little cupcakes, like Holy red cow. and blue. Like it was, just, it was incredible. I'm like, I think I, I think I have to marry this woman. Like, I think this is it. I, think, I don't have much of a choice, but it was, it. 20 is a good year, man. Like, and you've been married a long time already at 28. Yeah. I've been married. Uh, this year will be seven years this October. Speaking of growing up fast, I dude, that's I've, insane. I've been with Kayla for 10 years, almost 11 this year. Yeah. Cause we started dating. Yeah. Yeah. 11 years this year. In April, we've been together for 11 years. That is insane. I know it is. I know it is. I've been with Kayla a third of my life. Almost. Look at the smile on your face, too, as that's you talk wild. about it. I love it. <laughs> I, that's a wild. <laughs> it's a cool thing. How did you know? How did you, like, figure out? Well, especially because you were so young. Like, yeah. you're like, yeah, w- let's get married. We're, what, 21? Yeah, let's get married was, at 21. Yeah, I was 20. I was 22. Yeah, I turned 22 the month after we got married. My she was, God. She's a year younger than me. Yeah. Um, so she couldn't even drink when we got – she couldn't drink till ap- legally till after – a month after we got married, which Alex, is that fun. blows my mind. That I know. Blows- it blows my mind because in the moment, I was like, this is, this is what we're doing. This is right. We got yeah. it. Now I'm like, we were so young. You're so young. Not only you that. You idiot. But- <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. The fact that you can't drink at until you're 21 – Right. is bonkers to well, me. Well, you can legally get married. <laughs> you can get married. You can vote. You can you can do all the all the things. You just can't drink until you're 21. Yeah. In Canada, most people are like done drinking by 21. Like yeah. they're like, yeah. I've had enough. My liver can't take this anymore. I've been drinking since I was 15 years old. Yeah. Like this is yeah. enough. That's, That's wild. insane, man. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, I'm so glad it worked out because <laughs> you see, well, you see so many other people that get married young and, you know, they... They're divorced by 25, you know, yeah. like I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. Because uh, where I'm where I'm from and where we grew up, like that's that was the norm. It was and that was our path. What we were going to do, we we're going to get married at 21. And then mm-hmm. by 24, we were going to have kids. Yeah. And now oh we're 28 God. and we don't have kids. <laughs> and it's like 25 and kids. Oh my I'm God. I, I'm very thankful that we we um, we kind of waited. We've waited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because that was the trajectory, and we and I saw a lot of people follow that trajectory. A lot of my close friends, and for some of them worked out. A couple of them, not a couple of them, one or two, it worked out great. Yeah. The others, not so much. Um, and so I, I feel like we got lucky, and we just kind of, um, because like you, you're 21, you're still growing, like you're still oh like figuring God. out who you are. Even though like both of us were very like, we were both far along. Like I, at 21, I'd been working. I was like in the middle of my mortgage career. Like I, I got as soon as I got out of high school, I got a full time job and just started grinding. Did you really? And yeah, yeah. And I did college online at nights while I worked full time. Um, and so I had a, a, I had a very big head start. Um, but I was still super young. Like I'm like, how, do, how the hell did I process anything? Any of the Ooh. challenges that I had to go through? How did I? I don't know. It's kind of wild looking back, but um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just kind of mind boggling that it's been that long. I also just wanted to prompt you to explore it a little bit. Like, I think that's the best thing about some of these chats is like, I hadn't really thought of this in a bit or ever. (laughs) Yeah. We were high school sweethearts. um, Yeah. Which is another thing that usually ends a disaster for people. (laughs) But like, I don't know. It's just, it's worked. We kind of like, how come? um, Because we're like both super honest with each other. And yeah, um, we established a lot of, you know, quote rules early on mm-hmm. about like what we would and wouldn't do. Like as far as like, okay, we're in, 
like for a long time. And granted, we've been married 10 years. Of course, I've gone to bed upset with Kayla before. Right. Um, but for for in our early years of our marriage, we had a lot of strict rules. Like I've never once slept on the couch because we were upset at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, never go to bed angry at each other. Like even if that meant like we'd be up at three, four a.m. sometimes just like hashing it out. Good for you. Um and the next day was very unfun, <laughs> but you're both but, just exhausted. You're like, yeah, I yeah. guess we've sorted that out, but golly, I'm in grumpy mood because I didn't sleep yeah, last night. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. I mean, our marriage isn't perfect by any means, but I feel like we, uh, respect each other and, and, uh, look out for one another, I think. And I think we just, I don't know. It's, it's weird because I've been like very self-reflective lately about like yeah. things the things I want to be, be to do the things I want to do to be a better husband and stuff. And so lately I feel like I've been, I need to improve where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't always feel that way. But just, you know, as time goes on, I'm like, man, I feel like I, I can be, I can be better. Um, and so it's weird, like thinking about like the, the rules that we, we used to abide by, like the, the staying up, not going to bed, like those things. Like I, I really, I'm thankful that we did that because I think, that those little things like really made a huge difference and are the reason that we are still married. So yeah. I don't know. I like how you think like you talk about like you, you made it like I've always wondered if there was like a point after getting married where you're like, yeah, we're good now. Like, I don't know if it's like the first couple of years or like, it's kind of like when you get your driver's license, like Ooh, those first couple of years, like you can get an accident, <laughs> just like, Ooh, it could be nasty. And then, yeah, yeah. then you kind of like figure out how to drive a little better. And like the things you got to be watching out for, you become a bit of better, or maybe more defensive kind of yeah. thing over the years. And then your insurance goes down um, yeah. or insurance. I'm not really sure how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> insurance. In Insurance. Yeah. yeah, man. So how does, um like, you've always been like a creative mind. So how does how does like podcasting and spending hours editing podcasts and whatever how does that come into the mix? Um, creatively, that's a solo effort, man. Like that's you kind of in the den, just yeah. plugging away at stuff. Uh, it helps that like for a while we've been editing a show that I think is has some funny moments. Like every every episode, there's something that I laugh at and like um, that I think is funny and and you know sometimes it, like if I if I what I really like to do is like, okay, we're editing this podcast, you know, there's a joke here that Ian says that I think is really funny, but dang it, <laughs> I was talking over him. So like what I do in editing, I'm like, well, I'm just going to cut what I set off because I was just, literally, you can't understand what I was saying. Like I was saying, um, or something. I'm like, all right, well, let's clean that up and let's, let's remove the background noise on Brandon's mic here so that we can highlight this joke really well. Uh, that kind of stuff is like fun to me. And yeah. I think, um, is, it's not why I do it, but it's, it makes like the more tedious parts fun, I think, of the creative process, you mm-hmm. know. And I think also lately I've been kind of like exploring what I actually like to create because like for a long time I've over the years like I've I've done so much. Like I before I'd ever gotten into podcasting, I was really into music. And I, I still am into music quite a bit, but like I put out like three albums. I've I've like at one point I was like in recording studios, like recording guitar stuff for for bands it was i feel like i've done a lot of things and i kind of like hop from one hobby to the next like one and and i always i've like even though i'm not like recording albums right now or anything i still think about music in that way and i still like i'll pick up my guitar every week and and play it and so even though i'm not actively like um doing all 
producing, I, I still like think about it in that way. And so I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I feel like I've just picked up a bunch of skills over the years and I've made a lot of things over the years that are crappy. And so I feel like <laughs> through that, I I, that, through that I've gotten uh, a lot better at things. And I don't know, like right now I'm kind of exploring, like right now the, I just feel in my gut that video is really what I want to focus on in, in 2020. Yeah. Um, and just like, I really want and that's something that I, I know I have some skill at and I, I haven't fully explored what that, um, like in the past, I haven't fully explored what that looks like, and yeah. that's something that I want to do this year and, and going forward. And if I do that for five years and I love it, awesome. And then I decide, oh, time to get back into music. Like I don't know, just kind of like I'm just kind of going with the flow right now. But I love that. I, I definitely have a. I definitely want to succeed, though. You know, um, that's something that. I mean, everybody wants to succeed. But what does what does that mean? Like when you say I want to succeed, I think it means something different. Everybody, so I'm curious. What is? Yeah, I what mean, does that look like. I feel like I've succeeded in a lot of ways already. Yeah. Um, and I'm really grateful for, you know, this, this past three months since, since what I've, I've known about longer than that, that blessing was leaving, but I've been really introspective lately about like the things we've gotten to do. And, um, and while some, while they're like the things that we've gotten to do are like small relative to somebody like, you know, let's say Anthony Carboni or mm-hmm. Danny or I'm just thinking of people. People like that, like something, the things that we've gotten to accomplish are small for them, but for us, they're, they're really big. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I feel like I have succeeded in that manner quite a bit. Like, oh, I've gotten to host a PAX panel and, um, I, I've worked for some cool people in the industry, like done side work for, like that's succeeding to me, but also succeeding is also, you know, I'd love to make this a full-time thing someday. Um, because like I didn't get into this. I got into this because I wanted to connect with my stepdad and we wanted to start a podcast because we thought it'd be fun. And sure, like I'd be lying if I didn't think back then like, oh, it'd be awesome if, you know, I, everybody would like this and, and, you know, I would get views on it. Like, of course, that's like a very primal thing. You want uh, your work to be recognized. But um, over the years, I feel like I put in so much work and so much blood, sweat and tears that uh, I feel like I really I would love to see it become like a full-time thing someday, whether mm-hmm. that, whether that's, I mean, I, to, to be frank, I want it to be okay beast and the stuff I do there. Um, that's kind of the goal right now. And I know that's a very, very, very long-term goal, but I don't know. I'm kind of energized right now. I'm kind of thinking big. And I was talking with my friend Rihanna. Um, she, uh, she's been a long time friend and she's actually, uh, Didn't she just got, start working at Microsoft? Yeah, at Xbox on the Xbox marketing team. Oh my god, that's I've awesome! Met, and I've been talking to her behind the scenes. We play a lot of games together, and she told me something the other day that has really stuck with me. Uh, she was like, "My," she was talking, I guess, to like somebody on the Xbox team, and they told her that whatever your biggest goal is, like up the ante two times past that. I love and like, that. And that's kind of like where I'm at right now. I'm like, okay, what are my, what are my big goals? You know? Um, and what, it, what is like two steps past that? I'm like, man, I'd love to do it full time someday. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I can do it. And I know it would be incredibly difficult and there'd have to be a lot of luck involved, but I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I've just been thinking about reflecting on a lot of things, trying to figure out where I want to go and, even though it might not be a realistic goal, it's still a goal. Um, mm-hmm. And I still 
want to push for it, even though, you know, it'd be super difficult to even make happen. But you, you, you have what it takes, man. You absolutely, I don't just say that just to be nice. Like you absolutely have what it takes. And one of the things that most excites me is when you talk about how like you working with video and how you haven't like, you haven't necessarily peaked or you haven't like reached final form in a sense (laughs) where it's like, holy crap, man, if I spent the next eight years, I wouldn't even come half as close to what you're able to do now. And I would like dedicate my life for like nearly a decade. Like, I don't think I could do even that. And it was to have like, it is so exciting. And anybody who's seen any of the work that you've done here, that has got to be energized by that as well. Like, you know, that you've got more in you, there's more to explore, there's more ideas. And it's like, like my understanding of what my approach to like video is like so minuscule. It's like, I can record a thing and I can put some music on it. Maybe I could throw a title. And if I work hard enough, I might even get a lower third. And that's kind of where I'm at, man. I but mean, like, that's I, a great spot to be, though. I mean, that's no, it's, like, to, it's an dude, inch deep of knowledge. Across, you, no, dude, you have to give yourself more credit than that. Like the amount of like I, I literally know people in my real life that are grown adults that don't even know. Like, I'm not kidding. This is an actual example. It's Kayla's friend. She doesn't even know how to she doesn't know how to do like. <laughs> To make a Craigslist post, like she didn't know how to like. Yeah, there's like so many people that don't yeah. know, like, like the fact that you can edit a video and splice it together and like freaking move the audio around and add lower thirds, like that's something to be really proud of. So. No, I just know. Don't sell stop yourself. It. Stop, it. stop it. This is about you. This is not about me. This is about <laughs> I. <laughs> I know how to move the knobs around. You know before, like, it, like I do. I move a knob and I'm like, what does this knob do? And you're like, I'm gonna do exactly this precise thing because I know what I want to get on the other side of turning this knob. And it's just, it's there's a level of detail and creativity and uniqueness that. Like when I watch your videos, it's like, I never seen anything like that before. Like I showed my parents your Cuphead video, like your video essay on Cuphead and, and the, the pattern <laughs> variants. And I'm like, listen to this guy talk about Cuphead. Like I love video games. This is made by a Canadian company, by a family. And my friend Alex made it. And it's like the greatest thing. And I feel like that about pretty much everything that you put out. Like, I just want to like, I want to show my parents <laughs> your Thank stuff, you, man. man. I pre- I really appreciate that, especially the Cuphead video in particular, because the only thing I see when I watch that video is an audio glitch that happened in it. And Stop, I, really? I, yeah, there's an audio glitch in there where my where I skip a word because I edited it wrong. Like that's like what I think about, which mm-hmm. sucks. But, mm-hmm. So I I appreciate the kind words, cause, especially in that video, dude. Uh, like that's like that, and I love your guys's approach to like the video essays and and that whole thing because it's kind of like. When I learned, like, I like Foo Fighters, like, yeah. like anybody else. Yeah. But then I watched, like, the, here's how they came up with, like, the meaning for the songs. Or, like, this, these are the cities oh, yeah. they visited for that album. And all, yeah. like, and it takes it up, like, 10 notches, dude. Like, when yeah. I find out, like, the story behind the it, or a little bit of meaning behind it, and yeah. whether or not, it, like, for you guys, like, I think, really, like, you're, you're looking from an observation standpoint. Like, you weren't there. You weren't, you weren't there during the development of Cuphead. But, like, yeah. you may as well have been, like, and all the things that, and you talk about um, audio design and Zelda and all these things. And it's like, dude, how do you speak with such like authority to this thing that like, really you're just, you're, you're observing, you're playing like the rest of us, but you're seeing something else. Like you're like Neo, just seeing the matrix, just, (laughs) it's, it's really incredible, man. I just, I I cannot wait to see what you have next. And I don't know if that's something that you can talk about yet. Yeah. When, when does this come? When is this episode coming out? When do you need it to come out? (laughs) Uh, okay, well, if we if we can be flexible, I need to come out mid February, and then I, we can talk about it. Yeah, okay, we can figure that out. Are yeah, you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, 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 for okay. sure. 
Um, so what I really want to do, my, my long-term goal, like now that we're done talking in generalities, my long-term do- goal is to get into like video game, short films and documentaries Yeah. And on top of doing video essays in the podcast. That's something that I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Um, and I'm still, I, I mean, I'll, as of this recording, I have not filmed a video game documentary yet. That is just a goal that I put out there. Um, but, but to make that goal happen, I was like, okay, well I need to, I need to prove that I can do like a short film esque, you know, high, high quality, um, piece of like on camera video, like mm-hmm. something like not using gameplay footage, even though like there's a little bit of ad in there. And I was like, I really want to like start being able to tell stories and figure out how to tell a story through video. And so since like August or no, since like October, Mm-hmm. I've really been like I've like watched courses. I've been watching a lot of videos like on how to like craft narrative with video and how to like even just like use a camera because <laughs> like yeah for the longest time I was just kind of like I think this looks okay. Um, and so I've really been kind of digging deep as of late and trying to figure out that part of the craft. And so we I and I came up with uh, a video series called Why We Play. And then Ian and Brandon really helped me to flesh it out um, from from that point. And so right now, the first thing that's coming out this month in February for OK Beast is called Why We Play. It's a video series about how games change us and connect us. The first episode, I didn't have anybody. We've, we've had to kept, keep our lips sealed that any of this was happening because we weren't allowed to talk about Blessing Leaving. We couldn't. Yeah. Therefore, we couldn't talk about our future. And so. I was just—I didn't really have anybody to reach out to to do videos. The first episode's about me, and Ian helped me direct it because I couldn't just sit and talk to myself. That'd be weird. So Ian really helped me to flesh out the story. And the first one is on um, how Fortnite, in particular, helped me to kind of reconnect to my family. Uh, and it's shot in a you know documentary behind the scenes kind of style. Um, and I'm hoping that that we, we've shot a couple of those videos. Um, that I'm, I'm really excited about. And I'm hoping from there, whether we continue the why we play thing and we just have more creators on or, or just find more stories about people. I was very inspired by the show heavily pixelated. Yeah. Big time. Um, yeah. And whether it's something like that, um, or if it does, if we, I, I would like to continue to do that and also figure out how to do like these, I want to know how games are made. That's something that has been like a huge, um, curiosity for me for a long time. And that kind of led to a lot of the videos that I've done in the past, the video essays, because mm-hmm. I really just like want to learn and I love figuring out how things are made. Like that's always been like a big curiosity for me. And so that has kind of led to like my next goal is like, man, I see like people like Noclip or Archipel or GameSpot, like they are doing these really cool behind the scenes stories on how games are made. And it's kind of been like a huge inspiration for me lately. And I'm like, man, I feel like, I feel like I could do that and I really want to do that. And so it's just kind of been like, that's the goal. How do we make the plan? How do we make it happen? And I'm hoping we'll make it happen. I don't know. Well, I love that you're shooting for like (laughs) what has to be one of the most difficult like areas within video game content creation. Like, like the rest of us do just do like, Fire up a Skype call and talk with your friends for an hour, or um, react to you. There's a place for all of that. I know, but you're like you're really like that's a that is a very particular area of the content creation that um, thankfully isn't oversaturated, but it isn't oversaturated because it's hard to do and it's hard to do really well. And I really commend you guys for striving towards it. Um, I want to ask you. You mentioned um, crafting a story and what that and when you talk about storytelling. 
Um, just a, a bit of a context before the real question. Like I look at like writing as a really interesting thing. Like there's there are people who can write, but then there's everybody else who literally knows how to like w- take a pen and like write a sentence. Yeah. And so I think that there can be almost like a marginalization of writers from mm-hmm. a sense of like yeah because but but if you know a writer and if you know a good writer like you know that they have a very special talent whether or not like that person can describe it like and i i have a difficult time like it's a particular choice of words i think and phrasing and cadence and exploring their vocabulary and, and yeah. creating a point and so i think about storytelling in a similar way in that i think it's storytelling is just something that like we're, we've all grown up with like i just read um I read Lincoln a story before he went to bed. Yeah. Like stories are something that are all around us. And uh, it's because they're so everyday that they seem ordinary. But mm-hmm. storytelling is a very special craft. And I'm curious if you'd ever really thought about like what or maybe even part of your research when you're looking into like what is storytelling? Why is it special and why why does it need a particular set of skills and attention to storytelling from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, that's something that I'm still I feel like that's honestly been a weakness of mine for a long time, which is funny that I'm trying to double down on that sort of stuff. Um, I feel like I've always like in terms of writing, like uh, I definitely like I feel like I have the I'm a very observant person and I'm very analytical and that leads to things like anxiety and like OCD and stuff like that. But also it's a strength because I feel like I learn things really quickly and um, and I like can really hone in on and, and develop a, something, whether it's a skill or, or whatever. And I feel like I don't know. That was kind of a ramble. But I'm trying to what I'm trying to get to is um, I feel like what I've learned because I can't speak from authority on this yet. Um, but from what I've learned through like all the research I've been doing lately and trying to, you know, trying to get better at storytelling is. I I feel like my, my my personal like oh I want my goal or my my inkling my inkling is to like oh let's like craft this really complex story and and oh there's like, these twists and oh what if there's this like big emotional moment here and what I've kind of learned from like the research I've been doing and like just learning has been like oh maybe maybe I should just like simplify first and like what is a who is the character that like that we need to care about. And like, yeah. that is, that's is really what I've been focusing on lately is like the character could be a real person. Like in terms of like a documentary, like your, your character, you know, is the, is the main subject. And like, what are they going through? Why, why is the viewer, why do they even, why should they care? Right. And yeah. like, and so like finding that answer before I even film anything, like that is the, that's what I've been trying to hone in on. Um, and I've, to be honest, I've shot a couple of things as of late that, I don't know if I'm going to release them because I'm like, I don't know why somebody would watch this. Like, I don't, I don't know the character myself yet in these videos. Yeah. And some, some of these videos, some of the videos, I, there's a very clear story and I'm like, I feel very good about this. The others that I'm not going to release, um, or I might reshoot. It's like, well, why, why do they care? Like, you know, those kind of questions. And if I can't answer those questions, then nobody else is going to be able to answer those questions. And so that's really what I've been. I've been looking at things very simply what is the problem? What is the solution? Who is it about? Why do we care? You know? Yeah. Um, and just trying to simplify and not, not like get, you know, bodacious with any of it. Just like try to be simple and clean and see what comes from that. That's kind of what I've been trying to, what I've been thinking on a lot lately. 
I think that I think you've nailed it, man. I think there's a sense of like universal kind of story and tones and messages that if you keep it simple, that somebody will find themselves in that. Yeah. Whether it's about family. And I think that's actually a lot of like, oddly enough of what this show has been in all of its iterations and whatever yeah. years is like, it's about like games bring us together, but it's like, man, we, we all are kind of just trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's sort of really what makes this what I, why I love it so much too, is because like people often go come up to me and they go like, how do you, you can talk to anybody. And it's like, if you really kind of, to your point, like if you break it down to like simple things, like mo- like most of us have a family, most of us, at, le- at the very least, we've all played games. Like there's things that like we've come into some yeah. contact with. And then from there, like, man, the world is your oyster. Like you can, yeah. the sky's the limit. You can really do anything. And it's, I was talking to, at this point, people will have, will have heard the um, Jared Gauthier uh, episode. And we t- I talked to him a little bit about design. And I actually asked him a, a similar question, oddly enough, about like, like, what do you like what is your approach what is your like how would you define storytelling what for him i asked like what makes good design yeah and it's a i think it's a tough question to to ask i'll continue to ask like creative people like their their approach to these things and my takeaway is that whether or not like you can have like this can and i'm actually glad that you don't have like a can message just like well actually storytelling is this like i think it's better just like let's explore this a little bit yeah because to me like the proof is in the pudding for Jared, it's like his designs are clean and nice and he knows mm-hmm. what he wants to do and then he makes it and he has like this amazing translation from a picture in his mind of what yeah. he wants to have on the screen and then it just appears on the screen because yeah. like the his arm is an extension of his creative brain which it connects directly to the mouse to the to the yeah. screen. And for me, like and for you, I feel like it's the same thing. Like you don't realize how good you are at the storytelling. And I like letting go and pulling the curtain back a little bit like i've seen the video the yeah. fortnite video yeah and you don't you have no idea like how strong a storyteller you are because of the things that you ended up kind of discovering a little bit there of like you simplified it to a couple of key elements i'm sure that the story that is actually there like the full story yeah, very yeah. complex a lot of things that happen sort of like if you go yeah like you chose certain beats to explore and to yeah. and convey rather than okay so like the first match was like uh we got like like third place and then the second <laughs> match. like like there's a lot of like unnecessary details so so you simplify to the to the meaningful points and i yeah. i you've always been really really good at that at, about boiling it down um because obviously both of our i think both of our minds just go like we could fill an hour with stuff oh yeah but it's like how do you make five minutes like potent yeah. like the, like a video that people are really only going to watch for a few minutes like how do you make that really hit home yeah is i have to okay so hopefully at this point like it's either just on the horizon or maybe even people have watched it the video i have to ask is everything you create gonna make me cry or like do i have to <laughs> no. like prepare like from now on <laughs> no it's funny too because like this is a very emotional video and uh every, i think every single person i've shown the video to like 10 people now they've all cried and it's i'm instant, like man i'm so deep into the edit that i'm like what is it what is emotion like i don't i don't have emotion <laughs> I, <laughs> I am robot um because i've like looked at that dang video for like 45 40 50 hours at this point yeah um and it's, it's gorgeous man it's absolutely gorgeous thank you and i i'm excited because like i filmed that i filmed that stuff like three months ago and even in the past three months i've I've like come so far. And so I'm excited to shoot the next set because I'm like, Oh, I already know. Okay. Next set of videos. I'm changing the aspect ratio. I'm not doing the black bars. I'm, I'm going to do this lighting that like, I'm, I've already like, I, I'm really excited to it. keep going because it's like, I know what I'm going to do better next time. Um, and no, they are not all going to be super emotional, but, um, that one was my story. 
it was my it's my story, so I know the story the best. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I can do I can do this one first because I already know the angle. Um, whereas I filmed some with other people, I'm like, all right, we have like an hour that we film for an hour. What is what am I boiling this down to? What is the story? Yeah. Mine, I, I I knew the story, um, and so that's why I started with mine. Um, but I they will not all be super emotional, but I, I hope that they are all meaningful. That is my my our big goal. At I OK would Bus. love I would love for this show to basically do that for. Um... Like for someone, and I'm no way in hell I'm ever going to do it. But for to do the heavily pixelated kind of thing, like yeah. like within this, like I mean, to have some of the I've listened to a lot of these episodes. There's definitely some episodes on this show. I think like the and sure they're not like you don't have like the soft music playing in the background, but like <laughs> I know, right? the stories that are told on this show. Like, uh, didn't you guys wasn't it this this show that uh, you and Chelsea talked about like the birth process and like what yeah. that was like, yeah that was like such an emotional episode. I remember listening to that. Uh, and I just couldn't remember if it was this feed. I, I thought it was. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're all kind of the feeds. The feeds are all blurred. But it was this right. show. Um, yeah. And like, dude, I remember that one. Like, hit me like a truck. I was like, this is like such a beautiful, uh, you know, thing to listen to. And like, oh, that's so funny, man. Thanks, because I think that when we recorded, it, we were just like, I don't know if we were just hit with the whole like, hey, we have a baby now. But like, I don't think that we were emotional about it. Like in it. I don't think you, know you were, I mean? but I, I I think it was really meaningful still. Like emotion cool is not have. meaningful. You know what I mean? Like it's you guys are like I I think I remember it being like it's been like a year or two, two, three yeah. years. It's been a minute. Um yeah. but even though it was like it was like more of a a beautiful thing. Like I wasn't sobbing, like but it was like, man, like, like left a mark on me. You know what I mean? Like so Well that that gives me a nice segue to shift it back to you because I don't I, I could we, we're, we both deflect we both deflect. i know i know we, we that's we are very similar in that yeah, way alex yeah, um yeah. but you on okay beast you guys have been talking about kind of you've been hinting a little bit about the future you guys and the word meaningful keeps coming up yeah and i wanted to maybe explore that a little bit i think maybe you just touched on it in, in terms of like uh i was worried maybe for a moment that like meaningful meant i'm gonna be balling my eyes out every single time but it no. seems to mean something more so asking somebody about the meaning of meaningful seems a little bit odd but sure I'd love for you to expand on that just a little bit. Yeah, we, we have been um, we have been saying that a lot lately. And I think it comes from a personal place where like I'll, I can only speak for myself. I feel like I have kind of fallen into this past year. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I was really proud of some of the stuff I did this year. But when I look back at, at 20, 2019, rather, um, mm-hmm. I felt like I kind of like got a little complacent and yeah. I was just kind of like going through the motions and I was like, Oh, time to podcast, you know, let's do this. Um, or, Oh, uh, I need to do a video and I'll just keep delaying it for like two months and then I'll finally do like, I just felt like I was like getting complacent and a little and stagnant. Um, and I was kind of losing the meaning of why I'm of what I'm doing. Um, yeah. and so like the reason we've been talking about meaningful is, you know, yeah. And the, and the content, like we want to make, something that uh impacts people like there i there is something to be said and there is plenty of space for let's plays and twitch streamers and i i find i i like i enjoy those things and those things are meaningful so don't i don't want to you know parse words but i with the things that i've been making i feel like man everybody has a gaming podcast and yeah i'm gonna keep doing that gaming podcast and i have fun with it but I just wanted. We just kept saying like we wanted to do something more, um, something more, and like, yeah. um, and so meaningful. Yes, we want to. We want to tell stories about you know how games 
affect people and how they're made. And I think there is something there is meaning to that. And um, and it's also on our end, just like another word for like intentionality. Like, are we being intentional with what we're making and the why behind what we're doing? And I think we're finally at a point where we're we we have that answer. And like, yeah. I don't know Man, if that makes any sense. It totally makes sense. And it gets me really excited. And I think part of it too, anybody who creates a lot of people who listen to this, I think create content on their own. Yeah. I think we can all identify like that moment where you're like so much of the work. I mean, I can't speak maybe for you because you spent five hours editing, but like so much of my work is just trying to like figure out a way to do things faster and better. Like I'm always mm-hmm. like trimming fat. I'm always trying to like figure out processes to be better which mm-hmm. takes so much of the heart out of it like when you look at the when you're editing that video for 50 hours like the emotion is sucked dry out of it because you've just been like plugging away at it right yeah yeah and so over the years i think and this is maybe I'm, i might be projecting but my perspective is that over the years you do you get to the like okay it's wednesday i'm going to do the xbox drive okay it's whatever day and i'm going to do the show with bobby and then you just do the thing and then that's it but like with, with you guys with a very specific kind of goal and and target of being meaningful it kind of forces you to at the very least take a pause and at the most like it it totally prevents you from getting to that autopilot mode like if you're gonna if you're gonna create something and you can't hit go until you say i want this to be meaningful to me that says like you've had to give it some thought or at the very like a lot of thought yeah which i think is great like and i think that's that's really part of why this show got canceled originally was like, I didn't feel like I could do the meaningful part anymore. Like a lot of that had, like I wasn't able to and with, with Ellie on the way when I first canceled the show, mm-hmm. like I couldn't, couldn't really do it. And then in the month, like when I was doing like monthly, I thought, well, yeah, it works for my, my time better. Like I'm not having to podcast every single week, but like yeah. it didn't feel, didn't feel right, man. Like it was just like, I better check off my monthly box. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Like, but to me, the meaning comes in from like with connecting with people in a way that like, I, I don't know, I've said it a few times before. I've, I can't, I've yet to find like a conversation in real life where I talk like this. Yeah. Like we're just like, I let you talk and then you let me talk yeah. and I can actually like be okay with you. Like you're actually listening. And I know that like you're attentive, like there's something about podcasting that maybe it's like the pressure of the fact that it's being recorded. Maybe. Yeah. You have to listen. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. And like. I mean, whatever, man, I'll jive with that. But I, the meaningful part connects with me so much. And I am so glad that it's not just a, let's try and make people cry. Cause yeah. Chelsea watches enough of those shows on Netflix. And I swear to God, it's just like, it's too easy. This is us is garbage. Oh, dude, I, TV. Cry, I, I cry every episode. It's terrible. It's not even creative writing anymore. It's just like, let's first think of the most. Seasons, first two seasons were phenomenal. Now I agree. It's like, it's kind of. It's too trite. much. These people yeah. have gone through so much. Yeah, yeah. Give them a break, man. Holy yep. crap. Nah. What could be worse? <laughs> I know, right? Um, that's funny that you said this is us. I literally watched that like five days ago and I was like crying. I'm like, every episode, like, can we just have like a break? <laughs> like, Seriously, it's not, it's not even good. Oh, I can't. That's my, that's my own. I know that there a lot of people really like that show. Yeah. But whatever, man. I just, I can't, I can't. Uh, so... But yeah. So what? So now with um now with blessing gone from OK Beast, mm-hmm. looking for more meaningful things. How's uh how's the crew? It's a threesome now. You lost Moises. He's never coming back. Fired forever. Fired for yeah. He's dead. Moises. Every gone. time I have somebody from OK Beast on <laughs> on this podcast, we just we got to throw a little shade over to Moises. But yeah, um, <laughs> we so love you. But Moises. now it's just three of you. Like it's it's very it's very different than it than it once was. Yeah, 
it, it is very different. And we have one less set of hands too. Uh, yeah. Which is weird because we're trying to do like the most this year. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about that, but I think we're smart about it. Uh, yeah. We can, we can do something cool, but yeah, it is different. And like, it's kind of affected every part of what we do. And it's been, we've known this was coming for a long time. Like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I should say how long we've known, but it's been a minute. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, so it's been like a lot of, I'm so glad that it's the transition has happened because it was kind of done. It's done. Yeah. It was rough. Like, uh, what we had was, I felt like what we have a special and, um, it sucks that it came to a close in that way. Like, and it, like the chapter has come to a close, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, going through all of this, I was on one hand, I was really sad, but on the other, I was like, man, I'm the most excited I've ever been about like what we have planned. Like, so it's been a weird set of emotions behind the scenes. And there's just honestly just been like so much work. Oh my gosh. Like, um, I guess I can get into the specifics. Like with the, we're doing like a whole rebrand and like new logos and, and, and all that stuff and, and just trying to kind of do a soft reset kind of, um, mm-hmm. and just like look at, take stock of everything we've been doing and what do we want to keep doing Are you know, what can we hand off? What isn't working? That kind of stuff. But it's the biggest challenge I think has been in the weekly podcast, um, finding the groove again with like just three people. Yeah. And that's want, amazing. Like we want to get to the point where like, we want to have like guests on and stuff, but right now I've just been, we kind of all have all been thinking like, all right, let's, let's like find our chemistry again now that we're down a person yeah, and figuring out what that looks like. Uh, and the, like the first couple episodes, like they were, I enjoyed them and I think they they were good to an extent, but like, I feel like every week has been getting better and better. And like, uh, we just recorded, we just published one seventy episode 174 of the show this week. And I was really happy with, I was like really confident, I should say, with how that came out. And I was like, okay, this is, I feel like we're kind of taking steps to like, Ian was goofy and stuff, but also this episode, like Ian got to, because sh- like Ian's always, always kind of been the goofy one on our show, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's something that he loves to do, but also Ian's like incredibly smart. Um, and the kind of jokes that he makes, like he's told me as much, he's like, people think that I'm dumb because of the jokes I make. And I want to show people that I am actually smart uh, while also still maintaining that funny aspect and so this episode uh ian just like had a lot of really great stuff to say um about the stuff that we talked about and i was i was really blown away and then like i saw comments about it online like people were like dang ian's really smart and i was like yeah uh and so it's it's funny how like when you podcast with a ensemble like certain parts of your personality are highlighted and like even sometimes exploited um and you don't always get to showcase like your full self um, yeah. And so like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that last episode. Me and Brandon even um, were kind of ha- having some really good conversations one on one kind of on that show. Like it was it's been cool to kind of explore our dynamic and figure out what uh, what it's going to look like, you know, going forward. But I'm excited. I, I've always loved that you and Brandon podcast together. Like it's so special. It's something that I didn't even like the mega dads with like them being brothers and stuff like there's certain yeah. like family pairings and teams and everything that's just like. That is, that's what you're like growing up. You're like, it should be, should be the family first. And the way that you guys connect on that has always been special from the Pixel Pulse days. I remember being 
heartbroken when um and, but also excited when yeah. pixel pulse ended because yeah it meant like a new okay beast podcast and everything but like the fact that you guys did that for so long and brent has staying power man yeah like, he is he is sticking with this thing it's not just like a, well maybe we'll just do this thing for a little bit and maybe one of us will get tired off of it but he's he's there man he's yeah. there pretty much every week and i i absolutely adore that yeah that man too. he is he's something special me too and i don't know how he does it because I just have me and Kayla. Brandon has him, my mom, two brothers. They also live with my grandparents. Like he has a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, and and I really appreciate that he uh, still finds the drive to to keep coming back. So it's probably you. That's probably. I mean, I'm not. Gonna I know it's me. Going on a He's limb, told me it's that's... me. He was like, if I was doing with this anybody else, I probably wouldn't have kept doing it. It's if like Lincoln a, it's a ever wants thing. to do a podcast, Michael, I will move heaven and earth. Man. Yes. Like that would be just or whatever. You, like honestly, it's so funny because people would ask me a lot. Like. Like what could what could he be get into that like you wouldn't like? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. Like I don't really know anything about baseball because I'm Canadian. Yeah. But like if you got into baseball, like that would be awesome. Like if yeah. you got into, I can't even think of that's how that's why I come up with a shitty example like baseball. Like I can't even think of a good <laughs> example of something he would get into. I'm like, mm, not for me. Yeah. Like right. Oh man, I just I it's love your kid. that about you're gonna you're gonna yeah. find interest in it. You're gonna you know what he'll he'll take that as a challenge and he'll take up I don't know. <laughs> like make towels for a living or something I just in my bathroom because there's a towel <laughs> yes i started a towel burger. podcast lincoln yeah no kidding man i it's, it's it is really special i i'm really excited to see um what you guys have in store for the rest of 2020 for sure dude yeah and uh i just i appreciate every single moment that i can sit down and have a chat with you we got to play games again we think we played games once in the last like little bit, yep. Now we're like we should probably like sit down, but you're off in the league land. Like you're playing League of Legends. Nah, I'm coming back down. From that. I'm coming back down from that. I'm I'm starting to end. Yeah, your taste. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. The disintegration beta is coming out, dude. Yes, yeah, and I'm playing I, that on on Tuesday night for sure. Really? Okay. It'll be it'll be long gone by the time. Yeah, this, by the time now that out, yeah, I have embargoed information now from you. So yeah, I've got to I've got to wait. So, I know, right? <laughs> the okay, beast sensitive information to the public, man. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm spitballing here. Our original goal was was to announce everything on February third. That's literally a week from today that we're recording, yeah. and I will not be ready. So I'm thinking. The week of the tenth, or at the <laughs> latest, the seventeenth, is it's all going to go up. So. Okay, we'll we'll be in touch and we'll we'll yeah. figure out what the what the actual. I, I'm good up until then. So okay, cool. Everything, yeah. Don't don't sweat it, man. But cool. anyway, that's probably a, a good place to 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 end it. Do you, you want to let anybody know where they can find all the new stuff, where all where they can follow you on Twitter and all that good stuff? Uh, sure. Um, you can follow me at it's Van Aiken on all the social medias. I pri- I primarily. I'm on Twitter. Uh, that's where I would follow if I was going to follow somewhere. <laughs> um, and then uh, YouTube.com slash OKBeast. Um, would love for everybody to go check out um, the new video stuff that we have planned. We're going to be we're going to keep doing the video essay thing. Um, I'm working on some video essays on um, Apex Legends and Animal Crossing and a couple different things. Um, but then we also have the, all this new stuff that that we kind of spoke a little bit about today. So uh, I'd love if you go checked out why we play the first episode, um, and that'd be amazing. And then lastly, okbeast.com. You can find all of our we have like guest articles and stuff over there. But um, that's primarily where our podcasts live. So go check it all out. Okbeast okay podcast, Jumpmaster. Those are the shows that I host. Um, yeah, thank you for letting me plug. As a special man, 
that is a we are we are the, the world is better for having Alex in it, man. That's probably the best way that I can put it. I am so freaking fortunate that I get to chat with people like Alex and not only just get to chat with him, but that like that we're actually really good friends. And I, I have so much admiration for Alex. He inspires me on a daily basis. He lets me know what else is possible in the world. All the things, man, I can't I can't understate with all, all of this seemingly hyperbolic stuff. There's no way to understate my appreciation and love for Alex Van Aken. The world is uh, world's a better place for having you in it, man. And I love you. You're the best. Alex, guys, please go support those guys. Patreon.com slash OKBeast. Thank you for your chat. And um, yeah, goodness gracious. What do you even say after a conversation like that? You're a good man. You're a good man. Guys, if you like the show, you can go ahead and support it uh, over on Twitter. You can follow me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. You can follow the show, We The Gamer Cast. You can let the guests know that you enjoyed them and that you appreciate them for the, the conversation that they had. You can share uh, this podcast. You can retweet it or talk about it on your own podcast. You can rate it on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. And if you liked it oh so much that you'd like to open your hearts and wallets, go to patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. You get bonus content like my solo Q&A show, the Pants Patreon podcast for Patrons Podcast, which is a silly name for a really fun time. Honestly, it's a great show and uh, we've been doing some, it's really just an AMA. It's just like, you guys ask me anything, but the funny thing is through the questions, people are having conversations with themselves. The community is engaging with themselves with a one-on-one Q&A thing with me. It's incredible. You guys have to be there. Check it out, please. Thank you to highly intelligent Jared Gauthier for the artwork for this show. It's bright and colorful and super anime inspired, I think. And uh, thank you to Johnny Casino, the new editor for We The Gamer Cast. If you guys like anything that I do or like this, I guess, you can check out the other things that I do. The, uh, the Xbox Drive and Cup of Joe and Nintendo. And I don't know what else to tell you. I, th- I think that I've thrown everything that I can your way. But I hope when you listen to this and you go about your day that it becomes brighter and better and we can all treat each other really well and you have a good, you gotta have a good day, have a good week. We're just gonna let the music plan play out here because otherwise, this has been We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. I'm gonna be back next week with freaking Kaylee Woomer. And I hope you're there too. Now it's time for Jason. How could we end the thing without Jason? We're going to do it with Jason and Sean, but also Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!